Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Match Ball. Hello, welcome to The Match Ball. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball um, on the match ball tonight leads one Leicester one Dan Michael and Rob hello gentlemen takeaways from from that um, a good first half a not so good second half should we start on um, Javi's approach to that game because I thought it was too passive and too negative you are joking <laughs> he just did, he didn't try and win it did it when we were on the back foot and we sat deeper and deeper and deeper you wanted to do see some sort of proactive move to mm try and secure the points there, um, maybe give Leicester something to think about, but unfortunately he didn't. Like, do you think midfield, for example, was crying out for some reinforcements in the form of Adam Forshaw? Probably, yes. Mm. I don't, who, I mean, not that he played particularly badly, but I don't think anyone in the stadium was crying out for Brendan Aronson at that point. Well, the fact is that people were singing for Willie Nonto at that moment, weren't they? Well, they were singing for Willie Nonto after Brendan Aronson came off, mm. uh, came on, sorry, mm. which, uh, yeah, I did feel for him a little bit in, that moment and a couple of people around me were booing when Aronson came on when, when they did the changeover it was very subdued when he came on because Rodrigo got a big applause it's so. like if you don't agree with the, the sub fine but don't fucking boo our own players mm. yeah. it's, it's it was a bad decision I thought it was a bad decision and it's not not the de- uh, defeat fucking hell it feels like a defeat the draw was in any way Aronson's fault he was actually fine when he came on but I don't think it was what was required given it felt like they just had the ball in midfield the whole time. Say Will's probate conveyancing to keep people happy. Oh, sorry, Will's probate conveyancing. <laughs> 15% off those, by the way, if you go to the Phil Hay Monday Club. Um, there's a, an extra uh, an extra discount there. But yeah, we played the. We came out for the second half playing like it was the last five minutes and we were holding on to a one-nil lead. It, just felt, it felt like everyone was behind the ball and there was no plan when we had it, just twat it clear. And because everyone was defending so deep, twat it clear just gave them the ball back every single time. Mm. It I noticed in the first half, Grathia shouting at his players to push further up the field, which they just didn't. And I don't know if that is, is kind of, is it kind of a confidence thing? Is it kind of a form thing? Is it a kind of having no midfield thing? I mean, mm. I must say today, it is from a very low bar after Fulham, admittedly, mm. but I thought McKenney was better. It was much better. I mean, given the, given the way the day started with Twitter spaces, Rob, well, <laughs> whatever that was. And his, yeah. and, his, and his friend, Mendoza. Yeah, who, I mean, that who, wasn't Western, was it? So, who, let's just not talk about that strange man. <laughs> yeah, who, who stirred pot tremendously with slating other people. But, not, not good, but... So, yeah, it, it was better, though. Sorry, go on. There was, there was a moment in the second half where Matt Rocker got fouled, and I was like, oh, Matt Rocker's playing. I'd sort mm-hmm. of not seen him for about half an hour. And, um, 
Yeah, there was that bit was it towards the end where he just couldn't, he didn't seem to know what to do with the ball. Yeah. He was kicking it all over the place. Turning circles. And yeah, and then, he was turning, so he was the last man as well, wasn't yeah. he? I think, at that yeah. Point. And he was busy trying to spin people around and it's like, like, and, like a, a hot damn oil tanker. And he considering was. he's someone who can't complete 90 minutes looking vaguely fit, doing that with about 88 minutes in your legs, whatever it was at the time, there felt is, very risky. Did you notice that like sustained kind of drop off in the second half? Like Leicester looked to be going at it obviously hell for leather. And that's just what tends to happen. I know when you're on the back foot, um, but it looked like we weren't as fit as them. It, it's hard though. It's, the momentum had completely changed. I think that's the part of the problem when you get a lead and then you go out playing like that. It meant as soon as they scored, they were always going to be in the ascendancy and always going to have the better chance of winning it because we'd given up on playing for the entire second half. So it felt like when we needed to then try to push for a win, we ran out of ideas. And I know we did have chances, but they were set-piece chances, weren't they? It was not like we actually created anything. We would, other than ah, the goal we did score, did we create any of the good chances? I'm trying to think. Aronson shot that one at the keeper. That was mm. kind of off the back of a set-piece, I think. And uh, from a narrowish sort of angle as well, wasn't mm. it? It wasn't a brilliant chance. It, the second half was weird. I thought the referee absolutely ruined it by his blowing his whistle dreadful. constantly. He was dreadful. But in a weird way, I thought that Probably helps Leeds that it was so stop-start because, I mean, there was that period... I think, do you think we wanted it to be stop-start? I think it helps because there was that period in the first half where Leicester just had the ball. I think it was after they'd scored, mm. uh, after their goal that was ruled out and they just kept the ball for about 10 minutes. But that's what Leeds can't do. The the erosion of our just ability to keep hold of the ball mm. since Bielsa's gone is frightening, really. And it it's, you know, it's, it's only a year, isn't it? And we really just can't keep hold of the ball. And, it, and it's no. just simple things of uh, short passes and... Even when we do keep the ball, it'll be passes behind the players and it's so frustrating. Well, did you notice the way that, uh, if you contrast the way that Leicester played out from the back when defending versus the way that we played? Not just in defensive situations, but just generally all over the park. There's a lot of kind of percentage football boot it. Um, we played some good stuff in the first half, but as, as I don't know whether performance levels are anxi- uh, dropped and our anxiety uh, crept up. Did we that, play good stuff? Yeah, there were some, some nice moments. I, I, think, I thought Weston McKenney, like he's taken so many pelters, and rightfully so, over the last mm-hmm. few days. But he was getting involved in some nice stuff and he showed some nice vision, some good mm. passes, that kind of thing. I, I thought the first half was kind of enjoy, enjoyably competitive. And it's funny what you say about playing out from the back because watching McKenney and Rocker recently, one thing I've been desperate for them to do is just when the defence get the ball is just to show for a pass. And there was a moment in the first half where Rocker actually dropped back between the two centre-halves and got the ball and looked to pass to McKenney. I thought, yes, this is what we've not done for ages. And he just passed it completely to a Leicester player. Mm. Um, I must say that, I mean, I've been quite dour. I actually thought there was something kind of charmingly Leeds United about that game where it was kind of tense and horrible. And I don't necessarily think a lot of the players played well. I thought Jack Harrison was excellent, but um, it was kind of fun. It was competitive. It was, oh, it was, it was, it. First half, was, it was a good game. I agree with you. It was kind of, it had a sort of a slight wild quality to it, didn't it? That first half, you thought this is, this is yeah, so open. It could, first half. could go either way. And, and at, at the end of the game, I think it was 84 minutes after Leicester had equalised and then seemed to be just cutting through at will. I made a note saying we're going to win this because <laughs> it just had that feeling of a bit of Leeds United madness and we nearly did the Bamford chance at the end God and the mm. corner preceding that where it was cleared off the line Yeah, it was weird that it looked like the defender was trying to wait for it to go over the line <laughs> it looked like he, he could just clear it but it was like it was wait, biding his time so there does seem to be some suggestions that the Bamford chance had he scored would have been offside but let's hope for his sake I, I feel better if I know it is offside mm. so I'm going to not watch a replay and assume it was because Jesus, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, right? If we do end up, I mean, whether, regardless whether it was offside or not, let's assume that it was on. 
But things like that are what get you relegated if you don't take chances like that. Mm. Yeah. Which, which goes back to the, the the idea of recruitment and spending £35 million on a forward who's not playing. But that discussion has kind of been done to death this week. But that's immediately what I thought. I thought the failure to replace a player who consistently misses chances is what ultimately costs you. Yeah, it's one of those moments though, isn't it, where you come out of a game and go, that's the moment where you get relegated. And actually, it's like there's loads of moments like that yeah. over the 38 mm. games, isn't there? But I know what you mean. And, and the you know, other moments where you we got lucky tonight, you could say, that you could say, well, maybe that's the moment we don't get relegated. Because like the, their opening goal, the Tielemans one, I don't think there was a single person in the ground thought that was offside. I did. You've talking fucking bollocks. As soon as soon as he as soon as he, <laughs> as soon as he said, "Hang on a minute, we're checking this," I thought that was offside. Which man? One of them. I, I actually, I thought it was probably going to be for somebody blocking Melier's view or something like yeah. that. But. Was it? I, they only showed it once on the screen. Was it that it came in and it was the first header? Was then was the knockdown to him who knocked it back and he was yeah. offside when that header when yeah when the but yeah when that came on the screen everyone was like. Oh, get out of jail free. Yeah. Here we go. Well, I thought, is this the moment that changes the season? Yeah. And I dared myself, 77 minutes, I dared myself to imagine what a win was going to feel like. And mm. I'm a fool for doing so. And there was that, the other goal they scored, where there was offside, which looked unforgivably offside because he was basically a tapping, wasn't it? And mm. if he just holds his run, he's on. he stays behind the ball and taps it in. He didn't need to be where he was. And I thank him very much for, for being ahead of the, of the player there. It was just, for such a stop start second half, there was still a lot of madness. Like there was... Melier doing a mental kick and then he made a superb mm. double save which I think that might have been offside was, yeah the flag went up it was, even somewhere. so it was an incredible save and then straight afterwards he did another ridiculous kick out in just a different way and again he followed that by a good save it was mm. yeah it was a bit of a mad game I thought which yeah. I think is why uh, I, it was, it was it. nice when he made those saves as well that, and even had a bit of a wobble with the kicks and he did it twice didn't he with the kicks that were a little bit mm. so so that the crowd sang his name which is it goes to show, doesn't it? You know, given the, the last couple of weeks that we've had mm. um, inside that stadium, that the crowd's great, and I thought it was excellent. Like, there were some nervy moments when Leicester got in the ascendancy in the first half, they had a sort of 15, 20 minute spell, but the crowd was right behind the team tonight. It was it was a good atmosphere. I thought uh, we've heard from Javi, by the way, in the in the post match, who is is acknowledging the the, the frustration towards um, not putting Nanto on, and um, he's just basically standing by it, saying, "I've got to spare to make the decision." that best benefits the team and so on and so forth. I mean, he's wrong, eh? <laughs> I think so. But unless Nanto is injured, but then he's not saying he's injured, is he? Which if he if he is, it'd be very easy for him to say, why aren't you playing Nanto? And he could say, well, he's not fit enough. Or we're just managing was, his fitness or whatever. Yeah. It was weird in his press the other day. I could, he's done so many recently, I can't remember which one it was. But he was asked about Nanto and whether he is protecting him fitness-wise. And he went on kind of a meandering answer saying, yeah, I am. And then someone asked him later on, saying, oh, so he's not so injured anyway. Oh, no, no, he's, he's available. So it's all, it, yeah, it is a bit confusing. And when he took Rodrigo off, I thought that was the moment to bring Nonto on. But then afterwards when... Give the crowd a lift. Yeah, but then afterwards when everyone was singing his, his name, it was like, well, who are you going to take off? Aronson. <laughs> <laughs> Humiliate I mean, absolutely sacrificed. Aronson actually did fine when he came on. He was fine, he? yeah. I thought at that point it either needed Forshaw on to make us mm. to put an extra man into midfield or non to on to give them something to think about. Whereas as it is, I didn't think it achieved either. Um, just on the substitute, so this is the, the quote from Gracia um, that Joe Donahue has tweeted out. We decided to put Brendan in the middle because Rodri can play some but not all. After that change, of course, we had only one window um for the next change that they had to do do it with security and the players were well situated I didn't find a way to be more offensive and that is kind of the crux of, of the problem here isn't it mm. just the, the 
the fact that he's not going out. He, he didn't go out to win that game in that second half, did he? He didn't. He didn't make a change that not only solidified midfield but also gave Leicester something else to think about. And I know that um, what's his face came on Somerville, so that kind of occupies one of the roles that Nonto maybe would have would have taken. And you wouldn't have taken Harrison off because he was having a good game, and yeah. co- covering a lot of ground. So where do you put him? Well, do you put him up front and lose the industry of Bamford and the finishing? Um, well, it's it's hard to know, isn't it? Exactly where where you put him, but I, I agree that it should have been probably should have been Nonto for for Rodrigo at that point. Yeah, I, I didn't think it. I think for getting the crowd going, it would have been huge as well. Mm. I mean, I actually thought when Leicester brought the other two strikers on, so they had three up front. I was like, I'd quite like another defender on, but I think the crowd would have combusted mm. if that would have happened. Um, but yeah, I think Bielsa once said it after Leeds drew with City once, where he says, you know, sometimes to change the game and be more offensive, you actually have to bring on more reinforcements further back. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you, have to, well, you have to have the ball, don't you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and if you can't get it back, then, you know, what can you do? But no, I, I'm, I'm surprised you two sort of seem to have enjoyed it because I, I feel like I've been wrung well, out. I, I've, I've just hated it. I've hated so all you, of that. Sometimes you've just got to accept that though, haven't you? And sort of try and find the funny bit. Is that why you're glowing, by the way? It's, I it's, very... People ask you, have you come as Jerry the Berry? <laughs> and Ken Bates stole my seat asks is Rob okay he's looking a bit flushed I am incredibly warm and I feel like I've not decompressed in the game it's quite stressful getting out of the ground <laughs> if you suddenly keel over <laughs> yes, I had, it was me with the pink hands the other week wasn't it I don't know uh, yeah, well, I've, got, I've got it terribly sore between my fingers has been terribly sore look yeah. at that did you bring back fingering I, 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 didn't, requested. I, do, need, I, I do need to put some uh, some moisturiser on that but that's a, that's a different story yeah. uh, people in the in the YouTube comments are actually talking about my, my assessment of uh, Aronson as fine I don't think he did anything particularly wrong did he no, I, I think no, people, I people's, view, think people's view of him is, is coloured by what he's done in recent weeks rather than his performance like tonight. Yeah, I, and he didn't he didn't fall over was the main thing. Yeah, he, he got stuck in in his best. I as would, a, I would as admittedly a, have said him on saying, if you fall over even once, I'm going to kick your fucking head off. And, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's seven. <laughs> Don't you dare fall over. <laughs> he's like seven stone when he's soaking wet, isn't he? So he got he got physically involved as best as he could. I mean, yeah. Rodrigo was putting it around a bit in the first half, which was good fun, getting the crowd going and all that. Mm. Rodrigo's yeah. funny. I think that's why I found it all a bit charming in Leeds United. He's, I can't work him out. Like sometimes yeah, you watch him and he just looks like he's gassing and can't move. But then if it's like a 10 yard sprint, he's well up for it mm. and he's really up for celebrating it as well. Yeah, it was a strange performance for him. I, 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 when... I, said to, I said to my dad, I think it was like 100% he's getting a yellow card for totting mm. up at some point. Mm. Sorry, go on. Yeah, it was, in the, it was in the post from about the third minute, I think, wasn't it, Rodrigo? <laughs> he get his yellow card. He was just... It was the my fact I made a note of it. I think it was it was it like opening. It must have been opening twenty minutes. I think he was in front of the east stand and he did a tackle and he booted the ball into the east stand and started shouting. Yeah. And it's just like, he's fucking gone mad. Could have injured someone. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't it, boot into, it really, really hard. Swatted it into the family stand. I, to, I want to give some credit to James um, James Madison tonight as well, if I may, because um, that reminded me of him. That mm. I think he's obviously a very very good player, and and huge credit to him for being able to not only play but ref a game as well at the mm. same time. It was, it was man marking remarkable talent marking man marking the man marking at many marking. points during yes. that wasn't he that's easy, for you, to, easy for you to never say. left his side the, the one that really annoyed me was when the ref called Cooper over and he was like because he was the captain he was like can I have a word with you and Madison went with him and just stood there Madison's not, Madison's not their captain either so he wasn't obviously wanting to speak to him but Madison was just like oh I'll come too and the ref should have just gone fuck off there was, there was points though where you think what do you want from this referee do you just mm. want to say alright you can have a goal like there was they have like three free kicks right on the edge of the box mm. and he was like no it's closer it's closer it's like fucking and, hell and that first one I don't think there was any contact no, that, absolutely that was right in front of me I don't think there's a single bit of contact there's a bit him. of that the old Dean Smith's going on 
Yeah. There were a few, get, he, get around the edge of the box, fall over. He did loads of it, did Madison. He did another one in the centre circle where he did this enormous like 360 spin. And I I'm not sure there was any contact on him then either. Yeah. Or if there was, it was like a someone got a nick on his toe and he did a... He, a pirouette. He, he did a sort of an Adrian-style spin and flop. I, um, I enjoyed when... Because I think my maximum frustration with him was just before Rocker did that reducer through the back of his legs. And I was, and I was like, somebody... I think I shouted somebody kick him or somebody boot him and he did I went yep you've done it I'll be honest I wanted to bring Greenwood on because I think he's nasty enough yeah. that he could have done his Achilles or something and yeah. I, was, I was wanting to see an actual injury inflicted on him by the end of it because he spent that much time fucking rolling around and reffing the game yeah Biggie T is saying there was zero contact in that first one and then it yeah. came off uh, it came off the back of the one and that foul, was the, the foul that just there and that was the one it was off the back of yes yes in Sinistera getting injured wasn't it which looked it looked fairly bad but it was a very long way away it was a weird one that because that was a really strong tackle. I I don't know what, whether it was bad or not. But then Aileen got booked for one, mm. which was very similar where he seems to get the ball, but it was a very strong tackle. But considering it wasn't even a free kick on Sinisteria, mm. it seemed odd to me. And mm. he's injured again. Great. Yeah. Uh, Scott, though, before in, he went off. In score. He's in pain, says Javi. Uh, but the doctor... We all are, Javi. Yet, yet to assess it fully. Um, he felt... Javi says that he felt that the challenge on him deserved a caution. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Javi's also saying as well, the, uh, the free header that Mark Rocker had, which was cleared off the line. Mm. Um, was the big chance to win it. Um, I did a funny as well when that happened because um, there, was a well done. there was a bloke in front of us. That's what it's all about, <laughs> isn't it? Getting those remarks in, amusing people around you. Um, bloke in front of me said, like, wait, use your watch, ref. Use your watch. And I said, Madison's got it on. That's, very incredible. Nice. That's incredible. Can you, funny, laugh, yeah. can you laugh for me? <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us it again. <laughs> yeah. I said, Madison's got it on. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So that's kind of... Yeah, I was, I was waiting to... I was watching him as well. 
got your one. Look, is, <laughs> is it buzzing? Is it buzzing? It must have been close though, was that one. So let us have it. Mm. That's what I said. I felt a bit like that with um, the T. Elements goal that was ruled out. Do you know we keep saying if a goal is too good, you just shouldn't count. Mm. I felt like that was a bit of that. You think, oh, that's not fair. Like we'd started mm. all right. Yeah, it was a very good hit, wasn't it? Mm. Kicked uh, it dead hard. How do you feel overall at the end of that? Because, like you said, there's the kind of that there's that adrenaline of being in the stadium tonight and a good atmosphere. And like I said, it was a bit of a, a barnstorming game up to a point. Um, but in terms of when the dust settles, how do you think you're going to reflect on this? A good point. Well, it's important not to lose for a start, which we could have done easily. Mm. I think that's why I kind of enjoyed it because once they equalised and looked like they were about to score every time they got the ball or every time we gave them the ball. I was like, oh, we're going to lose. Mm. But then we didn't. And it's fine, isn't it? It feels to me like it's it's a winnable game used up and we haven't won it. I think they will also see it that way, though. Yeah, they nice. will. Yeah, although they seemed more pleased with the uh, the point than we were. But then they've got four in a week, haven't they? Which, you know, is a lot. <laughs> mm. we, we could still get four in a week. And, and they play... Well, they play Everton next and they can't both lose that. I think, in a way, that might be good. Okay. Why? Because somebody's going to drop points and they're going yeah. to be beneath us. Um, and we will obviously go to, to Dean Court and we if we beat Bournemouth, which we will, depending on what they do this midweek, is it Southampton they've got this midweek? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Who do we want to win that? Is it better that Southampton win it and potentially get out of it, but Bournemouth stay further in it? I don't know. That'd put Southampton on 20. I think a draw is possibly the best outcome there. But then we can't pass Bournemouth. But we can we can claw them back into within a point. And then obviously with our next like four games, piece of piss. Getting away from the bottom three, isn't it? Yeah. Not even mm. looking upwards. But yeah, let them draw tomorrow and have the same existential dread that we're all feeling. The other side of this is it's beyond our control. Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it go as... Uh, was it Queen Elsa, Queen Anna, Elsa, who said that in the... One of the Frozen. One of the Frozen ladies. All the great, great, all the great bunch of lasses. I genuinely thought you were talking about a member of the Royal family. The, <laughs> no. You, you're telling me you've not watched Frozen, Rob? I've not, I'm afraid. Frozen 2? Uh, no, it's good. <laughs> no. Do you recommend it? I, I've not watched them either, truthfully. My, my kids my kids have dismissed them because their, uh, their, their younger cousin is into it and they're like, that's babyish. Not watching that. <laughs> they watch some other shit, though, to be fair. Do you feel all right, then, about it? No. feel awful. Hate the second half. Hate this season. Want it all to be finished. I do as well. It will all be finished in about another month. It won't be long. Mm, I, I was now. thinking during the second half. Soon be dead. I was reminded of um, when I had to have a colonoscopy and I was thinking, I think I enjoyed that more than the second half. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was on good form tonight as well. I think he, he disappeared at about 42 minutes and I did wonder if mm. uh, if he was going to come back again. I think I finally saw him. He, he went about 50 odd minutes or something like that. He'd, he disappeared down to get a, a drink and then never returned. Mm. So... But he said, he remarked to me at one point in the first half, he said, uh, this is, he said, I feel worse about this than the 1975 European Cup final in Paris. <laughs> Not to be dramatic. <laughs> I think he means it. I think he means it. There's he no, does there, there was another point as well where, um, just as the sun was setting, because the sun went down just behind the cop, sort of in our direct eye line, just before, just before the game kicked off. And obviously, you know, night starts to fall and he went... Some dark clouds over there. I went, Dad, I think it's just night. <laughs> <laughs> just a per- absolute metaphor for our season. <laughs> Probably it's going to be dark for hours now, isn't it? Apocalypse is on the way then. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I feel like we're still, we lack a game plan and we lack a lot of bottle. It was better today. And I was glad to see Ailing back in because he didn't have a, he didn't have a particularly good game. Bamford was onside. I've just seen mm. the still. Carry uh, on. You no, know, I, I didn't think Ailing had a particularly good game. But at least he tries, and at He's, least it, at least he actually offers for the ball. And there was a bit, and he was taking a free kick towards the end of the game, probably about like eighty-ish minutes. 
he was over on the, the right side around the halfway line. It's really annoyed. And he's just waiting for it going, does anyone yeah. want does anyone fucking want this ball? Like he was trying to he was trying desperately to pass it to someone and clearly everyone was just looking at the shoes like, mm, oh, no, not not me, not me, please. I don't really want to I don't really want to have the responsibility of playing football today. I just want it to be over with. Give it to someone else. He he offers so much more than Rasmus, doesn't he? I know he yeah. still has his shaky moments, but then I don't know, he's gonna But yeah, I I definitely prefer seeing him in there. It's not like it's not like you're going you're giving a, an attacking fullback a game at the expense of a really solid defensive fullback, no. is it? <laughs> so if it, if that was the balance and you were like, well, he's a good defender, he's a good attacker, which do you choose? But, you know, neither of them can defend, can they? So, well, the, yeah, the thing is with Ailing, I think, he, he does get skinned every now and again. But Rasmus, he just doesn't get close to the player in the in the first mm. place. Or he reacts late and gets sucked in just as he's going past him. And, yeah. Yeah. and also Luke Ellen can take a throw in, which I think is automatically, <laughs> as a fullback, Good. Yeah. yeah. It was weird their goalkeeper, their centre backs taking goal kicks today. I found that was weird. There's um there's a school of thought that I think it's something to do with that it then gives the goalkeeper more options when distributing the ball rather than passing it one way. If the if the defender takes it, then the keeper's got two options. He then just booted it long though, didn't he, every time? Yeah. It seemed it was strange. That's where the yeah. plan falls down. A couple of comments to just uh, mention um on YouTube. Uh Moscow will be happy. It says your Angau, I think it is. Why are Angau? Um as he had a theory that we might get zero points and still stay up. So that's another point to stick on the board. Mm-hmm. That was this week, wasn't it? As we were... Um, one goal, one point. One goal, one point. We're, getting, we're inching ever closer. Um, and Graham Buxton says, can we actually beat Bournemouth after that? Especially now we don't have Sinistera to score. Yes, we can. Because Bournemouth shipped four goals at home to West Ham. They're not very good in the same way that we're not very good. We just need to be less ungood than them. Less ungood, better. Is better. that the word I was searching no, better, for? I'd go with better there. Yeah. Was, more, be- more better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my worry with Bournemouth is that they they actually can attack reasonably well. Everybody, yeah, everybody can do stuff in this division, though, mate. They Just, only put three past us at Ellen Road. We, we scored four, though. Yeah, Relax. Exactly. Honestly, everybody in this division can score goals, including us. Okay. Maybe Pat Bamford can't, but everybody else can. I tell you what, the other results tonight. What's going on with the FA conspiracy against Wolves? They seem to be thirteenth and safe. Is that right? Yeah. We weren't we 13th and safe the other week though. No, we weren't safe. We <laughs> were 13th briefly, but I mean, they've got 37 points. That's probably going to be enough to keep them up, isn't it? Um, Brian Fulford has gone full Normanton in the comments. I hate this team. I hate this sport. I hate the sun. I hate the moon. I hate puppies. I hate hope. I hate flowers blooming. I hate children singing. Damn right. Mm. Well played. Well, we'll be all right. <laughs> we'll be all right. Hey, tell you what was good. Harvey Barnes didn't score. He didn't. Just, there was an audible cheer when he went off as well. Like everybody in the ground thought he's not scored for once. <laughs> did you notice? I'm I'm telling this with the attendance. Did you notice that? So oh, three, yeah. I was thirty six thousand six 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 number of the beast. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what the dark sky was about. Makes you think, doesn't it? It does make you think. Oh, Matt, I, on I, it? I was thinking about pundits. Actually, it led me onto that thought. Um, Robbie Savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jake, obviously, your mate there too. Jake Humphreys. Yeah, he was there. That's, yeah, that's nice for him. John uh, Humphreys' son. <laughs> Yep. Um, and the Leeds players to wake up earlier. It's an evening kickoff. You see how, how Rob, care. Robbie Savage was dressed? No. Like he, just, like he just come off the set of Miami Vice. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like loafers in a white suit. I was going to say those pictures of me in Ugg boots years ago it's always haunted me. In Ugg boots getting into a, a, some sort of real like pimped up Mercedes and I just thought what do you think? Footballers, eh? What, what do you think when he went to buy those those boots. How did, how did that sound? <laughs> I've got the spirit to do something. Yeah. I, feel, I feel sad. Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Thanks. 
Uh, Speaking of footballers that aren't twats, uh, Robbie Gotts was in the cheese wedge, apparently. Oh, was he? Stood next to square ball writer Chris McMenemy. Yeah. Nice. Getting among it. Getting among it. Um, Is it Barrow still? You've just said he was nice and you've taken no interest in his career. He'll be their player of the year, won't he? Almost certainly, yeah. I would think. Um, let me see. Yes, still at Barrow. There you go. Good for him. Mm. That's why they do the nuclear submarines, isn't it? Is Barrow. It looks like that sort of a place. Barrow and Furnace. <laughs> when I've been there, yeah. Barrow and Furnace. Um, near, the, near the lakes, not the lakes. Don't be fooled by Airbnb if you're ever trying to book something. <laughs> it, can, it, can, it can creep into it. Then you're like, you nearly had me there. I nearly had a hot tub overlooking Barrow. Right, so off my notes, I've got Javi is far too passive. Yeah. I've got tried to defend a lead. Um, sub, crowd begging for Willie Nonto. Midfield needed reinforcements. McKenney much better. James Madison, great footballer, excellent ref. Atmosphere and Robbie Savage. Have we covered all that off, do you think? I think so. Suffi- sufficiently. I had uh, Jack Harrison is ace. He was good then, tonight. Yeah. Very a good. minute later, Vardy equalised, which was annoying. But yeah, Harrison, uh, he did some really good pressing in the corner and was really fired up for it. Some of his touches, Rob. Some of his oh, touches. Excellent. Pillow feet. Was in the northeast corner. There's a few in front of me. Beautiful. Um, I, I'd convinced myself as well that the universe was going to allow us to, because I mentioned like 1990 in the run-up to this. Can't we just 1990 yet? I thought, it's okay when they equalise because we get a late winner and we go, we get John Hellman to say, have you ever seen a better goal or one better timed? And then we go to Bournemouth and we win and we secure top division status. I mean, it wouldn't have quite done that, but you know. There's still a chance, isn't there? What, of a staying up? Yeah. A bloody good chance. Should we see what 538 think? Why? Just, I'm curious to, to see what the Some number of chance. The number they've plucked out, plucked out of the air um, today. Uh, it's probably not moved, Ooh, I wouldn't have thought. That's a scary number. What are we up to about? <laughs> we'll be, well, we'll be at about 33%, won't we? Or something? 38. 38, Christ. Yeah, it's got us finishing on 35 points, avoiding the drop by two. Uh, but it's saying that, let's have a look, Southampton 88%, Forest 83%, Everton 58%, us 38 Leicester 27 they It's got Leicester finishing above us because I think they've got slightly easier fixtures. That's fine, they can do. Um, Bournemouth 7% and then the rest are basically basically out of it now, Wolves, West Ham, Palace and all that. Um, so there's the two a two-thirds chance or thereabouts that we'll be fine this season. Yep. They're reckoning five more points. Would you take five more points now then from this position? How many have we got? We've got 30. 30. 35 on average is enough to keep you up. Okay. Yeah, let's do that then. So mm-hmm. we, we win maybe one more game, draw a couple, lose the rest. Like West Ham have got like four games in 10 days or something like that I read somewhere. Um, so there's a chance to get after them because they're still playing in one of the European competitions, aren't they? They'll be fine. Um, and then who else? Like Man City have got the um, the Champions League game straight after us. So they're going to be wanting to be careful. Yeah, yeah, so, really. So they'll, be, yeah, they'll, yeah. Be, they'll be playing the kids. Probably just playing all the res- really excellent reserves and players off the park. Mm. We're not getting anything from Ansi. Why not? We've always got one in us. Because I because I haven't been smoking crack cocaine, so I, <laughs> that's <laughs> why I have from that opinion. I've just realised why you're so miserable, Michael. I mean, uh, I mean, you always have, but <laughs> y- your bets are ruined, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my bet that we would lose both of these games this week, potentially heavily. Not just the one bet. <laughs> have you put? We've been betting. Yeah, go on. I, I bet that we'd lose both of these games, and then I bet that we'd lose both these games by a margin of two and three. Because <laughs> I just right. thought it's fucking good. It's all going in the bin. <sighs> right. I'd rather we stayed up though. Let's just do that. Um, and James is pointing out Bournemouth on a bank holiday weekend. What could possibly go wrong? I agree completely. Mm. History repeating. It's not one of the royal ones. This is it. 
no, it's your standard bank holiday, I think, standard isn't one. it? Standard one, okay. Tom's saying, no, we haven't always got one in. We have. Leeds United are capable of so much more. Believe, hashtag well, believe. Like, yeah, some, some teams win some games occasionally. Yeah, yes. and we will we will win another game between now and the end of the season, at least one. Do, mm. do you hashtag believe? Mm. Rob, you do, don't you? I hashtag believe. You've got the uh, the naivety of youth um, to back you up. Should we wrap it up there then? And uh, we'll go home because it's nearly 11 o'clock at night. I'm very, very croaky. Need to rest my voice and maybe have a cup of uh, cup of lemon tea with some ginger. Mm. Mm. Soothe the throat. Because uh, it got a little bit raucous in there, didn't it, tonight? It was it was good fun. What was the worst thing you said? <laughs> I think it was probably when I was wanting someone to kick Harvey Barnes', Harvey Barnes face. No, James Madison. Madison's face off. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. Rob, someone to come on and injure him very badly. I think I did a big celebration when Rocco went through Madison. Yeah, I did. That yeah. did really please me. That, that was the moment when I demanded somebody boot him, and, the, and he did. He, mm-hmm. he didn't let me down. I hope Madison never, ever gets an England call-up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's have a look then. One, two, three, four, five weeks. We'll all be done and dusted. We'll all be w- waiting for the next season to start this time in five The thing weeks. is, I know, in, I know whatever happens up or down, I know in summer I'll be like, kind of looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> it's, it's all about. A, it does. It gets a week into summer and no matter how completely dreadful the season before has been, no matter what a complete shit show it is off the pitch. That's what it's all about, mate. Still it's, go, the, it's the roller coaster, ooh. right, isn't it? Oh, speaking of off the pitch, so there were a few little uh, set the board chants at the end, weren't mm. there? Yeah, there were. Yeah, we want water out as well. Mm. Yeah. That was nice at the end, actually, because that was... That started up and then Jack Harrison went past the cop and everyone was like, oh no, let's be nice. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. There, was, there were also the make a sub chance as well, weren't there? Mm. <laughs> At one point, which was... Uh... I feel like we should bring this stream to an end now so we can get some water inside Rob. Maybe get the defibrillator ready. Just going to put my head in a freezer, quite frankly. <laughs> just go cool off. And we will... what have we got the rest of this week then? So day off tomorrow. Thursday, we're back with loads of stuff. And we... Are we going to have some propaganda? Mm. Some funny stuff's happened this week. Yeah, there were a lot of messages after the <laughs> the Fulham game. Anyway, uh, people weren't happy, and we'll um, we'll speak to Phil later in the week as well on the uh, on the Phil Hay show, and uh, we will wrap it up there. Thank you for joining us, especially at this late hour. Um, we'll catch you soon. The Match Ball. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.